Hello, hello. hope everyone is doing well. My name is Chris Thomas, the owner of Yes We Can Travel. I would first like to thank you for listening to this podcast. Please share, like this podcast. Um, this podcast can be found on various um, platforms, Apple, um, Amazon, TuneIn, Spotify. Well, podcasts are heard. More than likely, you can find this podcast up there. I want to spend today and talk a little bit about um, the travel industry and about the players in the travel industry. Um, I did this in an earlier podcast uh, when I first started out doing the podcast in an earlier episode. And I thought that now is the time um, to point this out again and and bring this up to the consumers so that you can be uh, savvy, uh, savvy consumers, um, no matter where you book your travel, if you book it from a, a travel advisor like myself or using an OTA, just having some background information and understanding the industry, I think, is this key to making sure that your travel dollars are well spent and that you have the knowledge and understand and understanding of the industry. And one thing that first, uh, one thing that a lot of people didn't realize um that I often tell people is that the commissions are built into your travel already. Many people think when they utilize or go to a travel professional or travel advisor to uh, help with their travel services, to help with the planning of trips, um, that they will have to incur an extra cost. Now, some travel advisors do may have may charge a fee for their services. Um, there's some um, um, for their professional services, just as you would if you would go to an attorney uh, or any professional or accountant or whoever's preparing or doing work for you. Um, they may charge a fee. We um, we at yes, we can travel at this present time does not. I don't see in the foreseeable future of charging um, fees, but uh, some travel advisors do It's part of the marketplace. And it's really not uncommon. It's a, a customary um, thing that they do. Uh, it's a preference type thing. Um, but the your commission, what I want to really hit on home is the actual commission uh, is already built into your travel. So when I when you come to me and ask me to uh, help with your vacation planning, then uh, I get paid. I don't get paid until after um, your trip is completed. Um, so if it's a year out, I won't receive uh, anything from that trip until after that trip is actually um, completed, but the commission is built into the trip. The company, um, whatever provider, tour provider, or actual company that we are booking with, um, they pays out the commission. It does not come out of your pocket. Um, it does not increase the cost of your trip. If you were to book with Hilton, um, Marriott, any of the hotel brands directly, um, you will pay the same price. If you came to me, it's no or any traveler advisor, you will pay the same price. It does not increase the cost of your travel. So that's from an educational standpoint. I often tell people to look at it like this. 
if you have the opportunity to put money or dollars back into your local community and help a small business for such, um, for something that they can do, that's not going to cost you a dime, not going to increase your cost, may even actually save you some money, um, depending on what it is, what type of travel. Um, the travel advisors may have some incentives. They may have some group buying power that they can pass on the savings to you as a, as the, as the, um, consumer. Now, people, a lot of people, I, I explained to them that another component in the travel industry is they talk about the competition. Um, they talk about they like to um, go and, and book their trip online, that they can really get um, great prices um, booking online. And as I mentioned in a previous podcast, uh, as I mentioned um, before, it's only basically two, two online um, providers in the travel uh, online travel agencies, and they are, and it's the booking booking holding and Expedia. Expedia and booking holdings are the two major online um, travel um, companies. So when you go online and book your travel, let's say you go to uh, you go to bookings.com and you searching for a hotel room and then you may go to Priceline or uh, Kayak to search. Or you may go to Cheap Flights uh, to search the flight. All those companies that I just named is owned by Bookings holders. Now you may search and go to Expedia. Um, after you look at Expedia, you might go and search Hotels.com. Uh, you may search Verbo for a vacation home rental. Um, Travelocity, Orbis. All these companies that I just named is owned by the Expedia group. So as you can see, it's only two major players. It's really no, uh, so the prices are are, are um, relatively fixed. Um, you basically search it amongst the same companies. Uh, they basically using it in many cases the same uh, algorithms, same booking platforms. So it's really no competition or anything that's driving down the um, price of your vacation is pretty static, it's pretty standard. And a lot of consumers, uh, when I got into the industry and learned, learned this, it actually sort of pissed me off, uh, wasting cause your time, time is money. Uh, you, some time is something that you can't get back or will not get back. So if you sitting there in front of the computer and you searching amongst the same company for prices, then, um, basically, um, in my view, you just wasted time. There's nothing wrong with any of the companies that I mentioned. They are the largest companies. Uh, I won't go into their market share. Most travel advisors, if we combine, won't eat into their market share. It's just they just that, that large of companies and and have that footprint in the travel sphere. But I do believe with education, 
with uh, educating consumers and consumers having the opportunity to uh, understand. I think that consumers, once they become savvy and see that, look, it's a local travel advisor in my uh, home, in my community, that if I book travel with them, that they will earn, that they will receive a commission, thus putting money in their pocket, thus helping my local community where they go out and shop, buy, and whatnot. So I think that's the, the, the concept that you have to utilize, have to think about and utilize. You have to, you know, really ask yourself, um, can I, can, can I have an impact within my local community by buying local, by shopping local and going to travel advisors in your local community or using a travel advisor is actually um, helping the small business. It's actually taking travel dollars that may have stayed within a corporation uh, and putting a portion of that within a community. So I think that's another key aspect. And it's something that you as a consumer um, have to, you know, have to ask yourself that question. And I, and I would submit to you that most travel advisors are professional. They understand the industry. They understand the market and they will, um, help you with your booking of your, your trip. Now, another key concept that I think is important for you to understand is that is the time factor and why would you utilize a travel advisor? If you utilize a travel advisor, a travel advisor is supposed to be professional. They're supposed to understand the industry and basically what they're doing, they're doing the research for you. So with them doing the research for you, that's allowing you to do something else. Utilize your time, um, your time, utilize your time in a different way or utilize your time spend with family and friends. They take the information. They, um, they vet you. They get all the information that's needed to so that they can go out and search for that perfect vacation, um, destination, wedding, wedding, cruise, whatever it may be. They do the research for you and free up the time. And I often try to stress that to and get consumers to realize that's the primary one of the primary jobs of a travel advisor is the purpose is to free up your time and allow you to do something else. Researching travel is a time consuming process. If you plan, if you have planned your own vacation or you plan your own vacation, you realize that it is a time consuming process. You checking prices, you comparing prices, you do looking at room categories. It is a time consuming process. So that's the major benefit why you would utilize the services of a travel advisor. It uh, travel advisors free up your your time and allow you to utilize your time um, doing something else. Another um, another component and um, a part of the travel industry that I think is very important for consumers to understand is that not all travel is equal. Not all um, is different types of travel. And people, it's different categories of travels. It's different. Um, travel is a, a, a vast um, industry. 
And and when I'm talking to consumers about their travel and having them fill out a quote request form, uh, what I'm actually doing, I'm actually vetting. I'm actually um, trying to match them and get the information so that when I do the research that I can put them in the type of property that they desire. Sometimes my guests, sometimes my um, the, the guests that I, I, I have or clients that I have uh, may have unrealistic uh, expectations. They may pre- present me with a budget that's not adequate um, for the location um, that they's going. Then it's my job as a travel advisor is to go out, research, let them know that the budget that you presented me will not get you the things that you are listing um, within the things that you want. And it's then I will go over different options that they could do. It may them cutting some days off the trip may get them they they uh, may get them the things that they want, but there's a shorter duration uh, at the destination. So it's several things that we can um, do there. But I think communication is key in listening to the client and getting that initial um, data on um, what they want, the days, what type of look, um, where they want to stay, their budget, how many people's going. Getting that initial data is critical. And I often tell people uh, when they talk to me or, or inquire uh, about, you know, uh, one of the questions I get, can you beat, can you give me the best price? Can you um, beat a speedier price? And I often tell them uh, they should be asking Expedia, can Expedia beat my services, my personalized service? And the answer to that is no. Now, coming from a pricing standpoint for the type of travel that I specialize in, that's all inclusive vacations, Caribbean vacation and cruises. Um, probably 90% of the time, 95% of the time, I will be able to beat any, um, OTA price that you, um, that you receive. Um, many of the suppliers that I use have a price match guarantee, meaning if you get a lower price on the same component trip and everything on that trip must, let me stress this and I stressed it in previous podcasts. It has to be apples to apples. Every component of that trip for an actual price price match has to be the same. Has to be the same category room. It has to be the same flight with the same uh, um, category, uh, same um, class flight. Every component has to be the same for um, the tour provider to be able to look at and see. See that, see if they can give you, um, that price match. Probably 95% of the time, the tour providers, if I come to them with a price match, um, scenario, they can actually match that price or beat that price. And I'm highly confident in that. Now, there's some products in travel that, uh, may not be as competitive, but the products that I'm selling, um, that I specialize in, uh, we can do that. Now, another component, another component of travel that I think is very important for you to understand. I get asked a lot about booking flights. Um, 
in the travel industry, and it's been like that, I think, since uh, 9-11 or uh, um, so, the airlines does not pay commission on domestic flights. Let me repeat that. The airlines does not pay commission on domestic flights. That's for any travel advisor. That's for Expedia. That's for any, any they does not pay commission on on commercial flights. So now you want to ask where how why do Priceline or KA or some of them or, or some of the, the airplane sites that you that you see um how do they make their money? Um fees, um service fee, convenience fees. Um most of the time if you see they may buy book um book fares and, and resell them but most of the time what you will see just like if you would go to my website and book a flight, uh, it's going to normally be somewhere around 10, 15, not much, 10 or 15, maybe $20 higher than if you were to book directly off of the airline website. And the reason being is because in order for the agency to, to give the travel advisor something for that 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 flight then they they impose a a service fee or a convenience fee for the booking so that's and and it's that's the only um way that basically travel advisors make money off of domestic flights now international flights is a different story um travel advisors making actually save you a pretty um, significant amount of money on certain certain um, international flights, and I'm not going to go in details about about the ins and outs of that, but they can um, usually save you a significant or save you some money on international flights. We can book domestic flights um, and I book domestic flights for my clients all the time, but we just don't earn a commission. I more do it, do so as a, a, a courtesy, especially if someone that has booked with me or is a, a, a client of mine and they come to me and want me to book a domestic flight. I certainly um, can do that, but I you know, just think from an educational standpoint and getting the consumer um, a little bit of knowledge about the travel industry to understand that travel advisors do not earn a commission on domestic uh, air travel. Um, that is, I really appreciate you taking your time today to listen to this podcast. I hope that I was able to provide you with some insight uh, so insight with the travel industry as far as the two major players, basically the only two players within the travel industry that for as the online OTAs. Um, I hope that I was able to share some light with that and give you some understanding. I hope that you understand and got a clear understanding that the commission is already built into um, your travel, your travel advisor is not increasing the cost of your trip by utilizing the services of a travel advisor. I hope that I also uh, help you to understand the primary purpose of a, you know, the reason why you will utilize a travel advisor. And that is 
in many cases to free up your time, save your time, put that burden on a traveler professional and let them go and research the trip for you and get the information to you and present it to you to the point where all you have to do is make a um, decision about where you want to go. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your support. Remember to um, like, to share this podcast. Remember, we are on various um, podcast platforms. Also, we have a YouTube channel that we will be updating with our new content. Please go to the Yes, We Can Travel um, YouTube, um, YouTube channel. Please like, share, and subscribe to that YouTube channel. Uh, it's very important that uh, that we share the information to you, and we're very appreciative uh, for all that you do. Also, we have a Facebook um, page. Go to Yes We Can um, Facebook um, page and like our Facebook page, share it with family and friends. We are so appreciative appreciative of um of you so appreciate appreciative of you taking time out of your busy schedule to listen to this podcast thank you and have a wonderful and blessed evening